you ready to get started here? Yes. What, what are we doing? Welcome to the International... Fuck, God damn it. God what? damn it, you motherfucker. Fucker. That was our one chance strike. Isn't that a Glenn Campbell song? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe, with news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with... I am Brian Camp. Uh, Oh, you're not going to ask me who I am? (laughs) Isn't that what normally happens? Who are you? No, that never happens. Are you sure? No, we have never asked you to identify yourself. That's the the Mandela effect is what it is. No, it's the butterfly effect. I know it's a butterfly effect because you think that you've always done it, but you haven't. So it's I've like a done butterfly. It. I've done it a whole bunch of times. No, see, butterfly yeah. effect. No, I've done it. I've You've done, done the butterfly it. effect? No. No, I've done it. Mm, if it was last episode, it would be the mandolin effect. Huh? <laughs> huh? Uh, I'm John the McAfee. Man- and uh, in the audio world, we have the master of the beats, Dr. Mark Ryan. Hi, everybody. Woo! <laughs> Can you write us some prescriptions, Dr. Mark? Masculine. Yes. yes. Masculine Mark. The deep voiced. You guys doing all right? Doing all right. He's making fun of us. You know what he's I know. It's doing. You say we talk like that? Yeah. You guys are funny. (laughs) That's what that's what they say. Damn it. Nothing's more empowering than having somebody falsely oh that's funny stole you oh that's a, funny you son of a bitch oh that's funny I'm not, oh that's funny i'm not talking oh that's, that's great. funny well we're starting all the right way so let's just yeah. get started let's talk about the news so our first story comes to us from boing boing what? oh what <laughs> actually i used to read that I, back in the days when people read websites yeah it's one I, of the oldest i used i used to go to boing boing all the time it's like it's a, a tech and crazy pop culture nerd stuff, right? Yeah, it's like a shared blog. It's one of the oldest web pages on the internet. Uh, it's oh. over 30 years old. So this story comes to us from Boing Boing. Marvin I Gaye, hear that's the oldest website on the internet. Yes, yep. the oldest website on the internet. Mm-hmm. And the horniest. Earlier, earlier I asked, you guys didn't answer this, I asked if uh, anybody famous had logged on to that website before. Logged like on they, or like wrote for? No, like... Like, did, you know, did George Washington have a beer there? Did something like that happen? No, no, no. You know who was the first person to use it? Jennifer Aniston. (laughs) From the TV show Friends. Television. Television. Who invented the television? That would be uh, Thomas Edison. What's his name? Invented the TV. TV. Uh, Farnsworth. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, it's Thomas Edison. And then the guy that invented the TV show, why, that was Mr. Jack Benny. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Jack Benny invented the idea of the TV show. Oh. Well, they just they would just like shoot like nature and let it fucking sit there all day. Jack Benny was the guy that was like, hey, what if we went and talked in front of this? Oh. Good. That was almost a really good Jack impersonation. You're a regular rich little. Um, <laughs> well, you know, my good friend, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Jack Benny. Um, <laughs> so Marvin Gaye is widely known as the Prince of Soul. And his album, Let's Get It On, has been described as, quote, one of the most sexually charged albums ever recorded. Hmm. Now, I mean, I, I say the newest Dracula's record is. They've never listened that. to Barry White, apparently. Or the new Dracula's record, which is pretty... Yeah, Who, who's in that True. band again? Uh, I mean, it's no secret I am. Barry White, <laughs> just Barry White. I think it's, I don't think the backing band's important with Barry White. Is that what we're talking about? Oh, the Draculas are backing... Uh, the, we're the backing band for Barry White. No, no, no. We okay. just put, We made an album that's been called one of the most sexually charged albums of all time. Barry White and the Draculas. Who said that about the Draculas album? I think it was... I'm looking on the All Music page, and it's not on here. Why we don't get on that page at all. At all music. Because we it was it was, it was this... Um, I think they said it on Boing Boing, actually. <laughs> you know, I hear that's the <laughs> oldest website on the internet. Yeah, and and you know you know who actually said it? Uh, it was uh, guest writer Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> The TV show Friends. Brian, ah, your connection's TV. really, really bad suddenly. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, now, thanks to a zoo in England, Marvin Gaye might be inspiring some sweet love in the animal kingdom, too. Ooh. It seems that the Trentham Monkey Forest in Stafford, England has hired a Marvin Gaye impersonator to sing some sweet soul to the monkeys and hopefully encourage sexy time among the animals. Why don't they just play the record? Well, you know, having Marvin Gaye there in person is only going to make it more sexually charged. This seems very British foolish to me. Yeah. British foolish? Let me me guess. Let me guess. Let Uh me guess scientists are involved. No, not this time. Okay. A British Marvin Gaye impersonator probably wouldn't sound very much like Marvin Gaye at all. Why not? It's it's on. (laughs) (laughs) What about the... Oh, that's later. That's when he does the simulated sex act. (laughs) That's when he starts... Oh man, mm-hmm. Brian, we're losing some yeah. Brian. Did you hear me say startled by my? I didn't hear you say it that time either. You need to restart your internet. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was. T- <laughs> it's going to sound cool. Like <laughs> broken robot. You're going to tell people <laughs> you know, Brian's a robot. We've replaced Brian with mm-hmm. an AI. So you've never, you have yet to hear me say surprised by monkey coitus. <laughs> we got yeah, it. Yeah, no, I've never, we got it now, but geez, I would have <laughs> loved to have heard that a long time ago. Right. All right. Hang on. I'll be back in a second. All right. Monkey coitus. It seems that the Trentham 
Monkey Forest in Stafford, England, has hired a Marvin Gaye impersonator to sing some sweet soul to the monkeys and hopefully encourage sexy time among the animals. Hey, do you think they were surprised okay. by Monkey Forest? <laughs> it would have been funny if we could have heard it all. <laughs> Say it one more time, Brian. I don't know. I, just, let me see if I can get this out right. Do you think the British people were surprised by monkey coitus? Woo! <laughs> I, it's weird. I would, you would think that monkeys would probably want to fuck two nine-inch nails so they could win the part where it goes, I want to fuck you like an animal. Like, they'd be like, I'd be, I'd be fucking be like, hey, we are animals. We should fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, fuck, well, fuck I don't want to say anything now. because I <laughs> fuck, fuck monkey quit so many times. I don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> I mean, monkey yeah, sometimes you come up with a phrase you think's really funny to say, and then you say it ten times, and it stops being funny, and you just kind of feel like a buffoon. Ooh, buffoon is an ape. And so that would I think be you mean baboon. Ape coitus. Well, this is this is just a gimmick by the zoo, right? This is just a gimmick, a zoo gimmick, right? It's not gonna it's work. It's called a zimic in the industry. According to the facility director, quote, we thought it could be a creative way to encourage our females to show a little affection to males that might not have been so lucky in love. Might not have been so lucky in love. <laughs> So apparently, <laughs> female monkeys, when it's mating season, will mate with all of the the males who uh, want to mate with them, and so they don't know who the father of uh, any of the baby monkeys is. The father of a thousand bastard monkeys. That's that's monkey Freddy Krueger. Man, that'd be scary because a monkeys, monkey pedophile. Yeah, well, monkeys go for your hands and your uh jaw and your genitals but if one of that the monkey did that those chimpanzees they all do that they can rip the tire off a pickup truck if a monkey did that and he had one glove and the glove hey the glove could be on his feet made of of, a a freddy krueger glove fucking four of them holy shit yeah (laughs) well even if it was just one or, you know, because uh, so Freddy Krueger is like half and half, like, you know, is one without one with. I think that the monkey would have a glove with knives and a one foot with knives and walk around with it, you know, because <laughs> one side is scratchy and the other side is just, you know, regular monkey shit. Would he have something on a scale? Yeah. Would he be hairless from being thrown into an incinerator? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, gonna, uh, scary. A, a hairless monkey is scary. Ooh, another Mark spoiler alert. Isn't the fact that Freddy Krueger was thrown into an incinerator a spoiler for Nightmare on Elm Street? And isn't Mark going to start warning the listener that we're ruining movies? Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I think we need to do... I think a spoiler alert is a good right. idea. So and if anyone has... Listen, if anyone's never seen a Freddy Krueger movie, you have to... <laughs> Turn off the podcast and watch all of them. Well, this is too late. You already gave on, it away. Well, Re- rewind it so you don't cut know this it anymore. Part out. You can cut this part out. Yeah, exactly. Rewind it so you don't know anymore. Uh-huh. Cut this part out. Put it before that part. Uh-huh. But then, in a, and I, when I say when, you can start playing it from this part. But I don't. When's okay. not going to work. So what's a good code words to let you know? Mark, no. The monkey coitus. Monkey coitus. Okay. <laughs> so. 
you need to go watch all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. They have Freddy Krueger and everything he does. And Jason. Jay, well, there's yeah, Freddy Krueger versus Jason. Like the Flash. And you need to watch Freddy's Dead, the Nightmare on Elm Street TV show. That's not very good. No. You need to see all those before you start getting into these, let's be honest, killer riffs on what a Freddy Krueger <laughs> monkey would be like. Okay. 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 Monkey coitus. So now so, you're back. Now, no, no, oh, no. Now the people okay. are back. You've watched every single Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Uh-huh. You've seen all the fucking How uh, many movies is that? Show. Uh, there's the first one. <laughs> there's the first yeah. one. There's the second two. one. Three. Third one. The Dream Warriors. Fourth Three. one. The Dream. Is that the 3D one? Which one's the 3D one? That's the. There was a 3D. Yes, there was. You saw the split. The Dream Syndicate. Dream Syndicate. Oh, <laughs> that's a- <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it was Dream Syndicate. Were they from Dallas? A- Brian's crying. They're <laughs> <laughs> really good. That's weird that a bunch of people were like, "Ah, we're that name is is." We we're just I was just talking when you were off about like trying to come up with a band name. Dream Syndicate is from L.A. It's I I me a ton of talking about how me and you need to come up with a band name, and it sucks that Dream Syndicate's taken. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> typically syndicates are like you know groups of. People, they t- at this point, I think when we hear syndicate, you think of a nefarious right, type right. organization, like an outfit, right? like a mafia, like a mafia syndicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in this case, it's uh, people that are sleeping. Right, it's a collection of <laughs> sleepy people. <laughs> right, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of bad guys who's are having REM sleep and having anxiety dreams about. Forgetting to bring their gun to the big whacking. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I, I feel, you know, you could bring a company down if you're sleeping on the job. But this is the dream syndicate. <laughs> hey, uh, maybe, uh, maybe you don't pay a little bit in dream protection money and you dream about, uh, you're having a little bit of a sex with a woman. And then you squeeze another big, big titties. And then all of a sudden you look at it and guess what? Guess what? It's your mother. You don't fuck with the Dream Syndicate. Yeah, oh, Freddy Krueger would be the leader of the Dream Syndicate. Of course he would. So, circle. (laughs) Quickly, we just had a full circle. So, did the Dream Police then go after the Dream Syndicate? Are they the Daydream Police or the Dream Police? The Dream Police. I thought they were the Daydream Police. That's the Daydream Believer. Are you thinking Daydream Believer? No. And ho 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 ho! Daydream Believer is written by the monkeys. Monkey coitus. <laughs> oh my god! This is too much, guys. This is this this is the butterfly effect. It's exactly the butterfly effect. No, just Davy Jones was British. Well, he made his start as a Marvin Gaye impersonator. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. Just a lad from Liverpool. Just a lad from Liverpool. <laughs> with a with a borderline soprano voice trying to do Barry White. <laughs> it didn't go over well. Go over right. well. But that's why he, you know, signed up that thing to join a Beatles esque American rock and roll mm-hmm. act. 
Didn't Mike Nesmith die like in the last month? Yeah, in the last month. The curse of the monkeys. (laughs) So the facility director said that their Barbary macaque population is classified as, as endangered. So every birth is critical. There's no word yet on how successful the program was, but the director said, quote, birthing season occurs in late spring, early summer each year. So hopefully Marvin's done his magic and we can welcome some new babies. Let's get it on. (laughs) Let's get it on. I don't know. I'm still a little freaked. Honestly, I can't even get into joking around. I'm still freaked out about the idea of a Freddy Krueger monkey with with <laughs> that a would not, be way more deadly than real Freddy Krueger. With he's got knives on his a glove that fits on his foot. Yeah, like that is that is some scary shit. And you think at first because you see a monkey walking up, no pants, but like a red and green striped sweater, and you're like, oh, cute. He's got a little fedora. And then you get closer, you see like, oh, this this guy's got some real burn trauma. Had mange on. on this monkey. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, oh no, that's that is burns. Mm-hmm. One, two, monkey, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, better. Honestly, <laughs> you if you did lock your door, the, the monkey Freddy's at a more of a disadvantage than yes. I don't know. Maybe monkeys are better at figuring out locks than I got thumbs, man. Breaking through the window, maybe. They can rip that door off. But if you lock your door, if you monkeys open doors, yes, yeah, they can with their hands. But if the if the monkey here's the thing, Freddy doors at once. Freddy Cougar can get through the door because he's got knives on his hand. But it's gonna be a little bit more difficult for the monkey to put his foot up there. But the monkey Freddy Cougar uh, (laughs) uh, controls the dream. Therefore, they can they decide how doors work anyway, right? So that there's gonna be a lot more bananas in your nightmare. Oh, oh yeah, about to say. evil bananas. Just... You'd be like walking around. I'm so hungry. I'm gonna open this banana, and then you open it up, and it's just full of knives and roaches. And I'm already not a big fan of bananas. Every time you go to a so, restaurant or get I'm... food, it just ends up being a banana. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's part of the nightmare. The twilights. <laughs> You remember in Nightmare on Elm Street 1 when um, Nancy Nancy goes to make a phone call and it's Freddy on the phone and Freddy goes, I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. And then there's a mouth on the end of the phone and there's a tongue and it's like, she goes, ah, she throws it down. Well, monkey Freddy, you go, it's like, you, she picks it up and then it's just like, and then she looks at the phone and it's a banana. <laughs> He's got a banana phone. Wow. <laughs> Man, that's rough. So this next story was submitted by Blake. And I just want to point out, I'm pretty sure Blake has submitted more stories than anyone else has. So shout out to Blake. Blake. Blake, Blake is a good person. Comes from the BBC. The BBC, bad the Bad Club. Boys Club. During a visit to a Russian art museum in December, two visitors spotted eyes drawn in ballpoint pen on a Soviet-era work called Three Figures. The damage was reported to police on December 20th, but police did not investigate as the damage was deemed insignificant. <laughs> 
<laughs> that sounds like a cop. Like, what the fuck you want Dude. me to? Will you? What? What? Wait, where did this happen? Yeah, Russia. What you want me to do about this? I can't do Russian. I don't think that's not bad. Just, that was just, very. Just pretend the Russian cop is still from bored. New York. Artist for the bourgeoisie. <laughs> I, I, I sell my body on the internet. Want to get a um? How do you say sugar daddy? And I will be his sugar baby. Like the candy. <laughs> In many ways, it will be sweet like the candy. Put it in your mouth. You sound like... <laughs> it's not any accent. <laughs> I'm trying to do my uh, my ex-landlady. Was she... Hello, Mike. Was she Russian? Maybe. Who knows? Her name is... Olga, that's a pretty Russian name, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's Eastern European. Russian or Slavic or, you know, Eastern Bloc. Hmm. Do they still call those countries the Eastern Bloc? I don't know. Yeah, we're, we're real good at being the international news service, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> so the Russian Ministry of Culture later complained, and in early February, police opened an investigation. The MOC. Police quickly determined that the eyes were drawn onto the canvas by a security guard on his very first day at work. (laughs) (laughs) Man, that's cool. That is super cool. cool. It is cool. God, I love this guy. (laughs) The the exhibit's curator. If if he was high or drunk when he did it, I I will I will buy him as a Russian bride. Okay, so he's he's Russian. On his first day of work, he was definitely drunk. Well, the, I, mean, I, I want to know how much. I don't know that that's okay to say. And how he smuggled it in. Yeah. His liver. Mm. You, have a, you have a lot Man. of hatred for the Russian people. Dang. I mean, <laughs> I, I understand being opposed. Of, you know, loving the bottle a little. That's all. Well, good I think people. you're going to end up. I hope, you, mm. I hope you don't wake up radioactive. I'll tell you that. Too late. Oh, yeah. They do that. Yeah. Come at me, Putin. The exhibit's curator said the security guards, quote, motives are still unknown, but the administration believes it was some kind of a lapse in sanity. The painting has been sent for restoration, estimated to cost 250,000 rubles or $3,350. It's not that bad. No. The security guard has since been fired and police have opened a criminal investigation. If found guilty, the guard could face a fine and up to three months in prison. Well, I mean, it's it's his first day. <laughs> there's a learning. There's a. It's called onboarding, and it takes a while to do uh, at a new job. So, how many eyes did you draw on uh, paintings at your new well, job? Well, I've never I've never worked at a um at a museum. I've never worked at anywhere that cared if I drew eyes on stuff. <laughs> Unfortunately, right. I've always worked at cool places where if there's a figure of a person, there were eyes on it. Okay? Like at Hot Topic, all the fucking, all the fucking, you know, Eddies and, uh, and devil heads, they got eyes on them. There's no need for subterfuge. <laughs> so I feel for this guy. He had a few, yeah. he, on a, he, I get it. You're looking at some weird I saw these paintings. I saw it before. And 
he, honestly, I think he made it better. Well, isn't this just a, an example of, of the established art community looking down upon an up-and-coming artist who transformed, <laughs> he transformed this work, he made it into something better, something improved. Now you've got these, these, these uptight, bougie art folks and what he's done. I think he's a, an incredible genius of our era, and we should be, should be extolled for his art greatness. I don't know. I, he's yeah. a modern day Banksy. Well, <laughs> Isn't Banksy well, I mean, a modern I day Banksy? Banksy yeah. was a modern day Banksy. No, he's he's old papers. He's yesterday's he's yesterday's salami. Nobody cares about Banksy anymore. Yeah. Spray paint dork. Yeah, does he? Yeah, wake wake me up, Banksy, when you do something cool like uh an NFT or <laughs> Drawing eyeballs on some stuff. What's a good yeah, go find some famous art and put eyeballs on it? Yeah, go find a Georgia O'Keeffe and draw eyeballs on all the vaginas <laughs> and all the vagina flowers. That would really say something. I, it would say, "Look, look, look before you leap." Is what it would be saying to me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes art yeah. is just evocative, and I think a, a flower vagina with eyeballs would evoke something. <laughs> I don't know. And is this guy alive, though? Uh, like, that's the only thing I'm worried about. As far, yeah. as, far as the article in the BBC, the BBC? Uh, Boys, Bad Boys, Bad Boys, Club. Boys, Club. Bad Boys reports Club. he is still alive. And I don't I don't see any reason why they would kill him for thirty three hundred dollars worth of damage. Well, if they find out that we're doing a story about him. Right. Then, and we're saying he's cool. <laughs> I'm I'm worried this fellow might be in some a little bit of danger. Uh oh. We're we're turning him into an international hero, and this is the kind of thing I think we need to be careful what we say because there's yeah. a profound impact on the international community, especially the art community, when we oh yeah yeah we bring this stuff up. You know, obviously. So. What other art stories have we done that changed the course of art history? There was the the robot artist. Oh, that uh, elephant artist, right? Didn't we do an elephant oh, artist? Oh, we did do an elephant artist, and we did a... Was it a yeah. shark? No, an octopus artist. Yeah. Yeah, we liked that one, I think. Yeah. The no, I think that cool. you didn't believe that the octopus was actually creating art. But I still like oh, the story. Yeah. Okay. So, our next story comes to us from M Live. Mm. M Live Sh- Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't like that so much. It's so stupid. I mean, it, it, it sounds like a gimmick from one of his movies. Is this another story from Michigan Live? Yeah, we, yeah but it's, it's set in Canada. Are we going back to this well? It's set in Canada. I just couldn't find a story from a Canadian newspaper that covered it. Uh, was it about maple syrup or butter? Not yet. Mm. About a beaver? Two phenomena that have captured the globe and conspiracy theorists by storm in recent years are mysterious diseases and the letter Q. Strangely, these two things have somehow combined in the Canadian province of New Brunswick. A new mysterious ailment has struck at least 48 people and one source says as many as 150 who cannot walk, talk, or write the letter Q. Canadian officials say they've ruled out, quote, environmental causes and human transmission, but they don't have a diagnosis yet. 
One 33-year-old woman who was infected reported that it began as an electric shock-like pain in her leg, and then her eyesight began failing. She also forgot how to write the letter Q, but a brain scan came back normal. To date, there's no name for the disease. No one knows its cause or how it works. But fortunately for the rest of us, the disease does not appear to have migrated outside of New Brunswick. So it is... I know you're going to enjoy this, Kevin, but this this certainly sounds like an instance of mass hypnosis, correct? You mean mass hysteria? No, mass hypnosis. There is a magician at work here. Mm -hmm. Like an evil musician? I bet somewhere in that town, there is a giant spinning black and white (laughs) pinwheel. It's a a province. That's just one more reason to be upset with Canada. It's a car that's driving around that with a pinwheel. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Or a couple mm-hmm. pinwheels. I don't even know. Well, oh, hold there's on. There's probably one in the front, too. Probably, yeah. It should come in and going. Maybe even in the back. Maybe, I bet there's even one on the roof. So if on they the drive by somebody that's in a building uh, that's tall enough, they'll look down and they'll see it. And they'll just be like, I must kill the queen. <laughs> or whatever that is. <laughs> no, nobody's um, killing the queen. They can't walk, talk, or write the letter Q. Can't a- walk talk or write so what are they communicating this by sitting down and writing out words and just omitting the letter q when that word pops up i mean so they have flare-ups it'll come and go but uh yeah it would be like i have a a question for you are some of them walking like ducks and quacking no they can't they can't walk and they would a, a whack but no, they can't. Mm. It's not that they can't speak. They just can't write the. Le- but I'm saying could they no, write they out can't. a sentence that has no letters letter Q in it. I think they just omit the letter Q when they're writing things out, or maybe they get really frustrated. Like there's a letter there, it, but they can't remember it. God damn it! <laughs> this is story's killing me. Yeah. Um, can they not like draw a circle with a slash through it, or they just like have forgotten how to what a Q looks like? And they're they like, I know they've forgotten a what a Q looks like. Yeah, this isn't real. Well, I don't think. I mean, you know, how does this even come up? I don't know. Like that was it was I, the like, strangest thing I've read. In weeks. You, if you had a disease uh-huh. where you couldn't walk or talk. How would it ever come up that like a Q can't be written? There's got to be oh. other words. Well, I mean, that's the thing is you would be writing out your, uh, you know, your responses to things. You'd be, the letter Q's in like four words. And I think I know what this is. Not walking, talking. Unless they're talking Guys. about ducks. Unless they're talking about female front part of flatulence. Unless they're talking oh. about Michael. What? <laughs> I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing wrong. It's how it's spelled. I didn't make up that word. I didn't make up what that was. I wish I didn't know what it was. But we're here telling the news, and this is a thing that is happening in New Brunswick. If there's a comedy writer there, it's Canada. Sure. There's comedy writers everywhere. I mean, this is probably a bad time for them. Is this is isn't this most likely that it again? It's a magician, but it's a quantum magician Ooh, who wants his identity to be forgotten. Isn't that the most likely explanation for the mysterious loss? I mean, do, you, do your people have any spells that can do that? Not not on the legitimate side of the business. You know, we don't we don't yeah. dabble in those things, but we know they exist. 
right? I mean, the the quantum realm and the way you marshal the quantum forces really is it's boundless. And so skilled quantum how you, magician. How do you marshal quantum forces, Brian? <laughs> you wouldn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask questions you know you couldn't even understand the answer to, Kevin. It's you weird. sound you sound foolish right now. Yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> it looks like he's dabbling into a bit of um right. let's just call it geometric magic. Mm-hmm. Let's I think that's probably fair to say. So this it comes and goes. Like people like I can't I can't walk. I can't move. I can't write sequels to books about Ramona Quinby, age eight. <laughs> <laughs> like and then they like, snap out of it later. Yeah, it seems to like come and go. And they said mm-hmm. about they said around nine people are estimated to have died while having it, and six of them didn't have another cause of death. Sounds like a really fun suicide pact. Yeah, you got to keep those alight, yeah. I think. What suicide pact goes, hey, by the way, no more letter Qs. A fun one. Like you, <laughs> like, fun one. We're going to make it a mystery for everybody, guys, before you do it. Yeah, yeah. We want to we wanna have a thing that's got you thinking like lost. What does it mean? Right. You can't do Q, but it, it just like lost. It means nothing. It just means it's a bunch of, it's a bunch of teens who want to kill themselves because they're fucking can't get laid. Mm-hmm. So our last story comes to our well, last we saw, solved. We solved, solved it. Solved. Right. Solved. Good job. It's been a while since we figured one of these out. Thank you, Mr. Perot. So this last story was also submitted to us by Blake. Thanks again, Blake. Man, Blake's Blake's Blake a good rules. person. Hey, yeah, Blake. I like Blake. Blake makes my job easier because this way I don't have to pick out stories. Somebody else does it. Have we sent stickers to Blake? Uh no, but I'll offer him some. So this uh this comes from the Guardian. The only thing that the only person that makes my job easier is my love and my uh, with my Lord and Savior. Who is that? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, this comes from the Guardian. As you know, Ooh, what are they guarding? Guarding the uh, Cleveland. Ah. Yeah, the garden. The gardening Guardian. Their annual hedgerow issue is fantastic. If there's a bustle in your head row, I guess you don't know. <laughs> I never knew what that was, and now I know it's something uh, garden-related. Like a big hedge. Oh, okay. I still don't like that band, but cool. <laughs> As you know, anti-vaccine protests have regularly occurred around the globe, and... New Zealand is no exception. Yeah, yeah as uh, as we know. Yeah, I've led most of them over in Austin, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> the New Zealand protest began when a convoy of trucks and cars drove to Parliament from across the country, inspired by protests in Canada. At oh. times, as many as a thousand people have attended these New Zealand protests, with some camping out on Parliament's lawn. In response... The parliament has decided to turn on their lawn sprinklers at night, and during the day, they have blasted protesters with Barry Manilow's greatest hits. It's a bad move, because I would just be like, Mm. I'm going to get wistful. I'm going to put on a thick sweater and listen to this. (laughs) They're going to sing. We made it through the rain. It's very apropos for people who are protesting vaccines for an ongoing pandemic. Yeah, I bet that backfired real bad when, like... Mm -hmm. They're starting to get down and just thinking nothing. We're never gonna, we're never gonna beat this thing that wants us to be healthy. This sucks. Mm-hmm. And then, oh Monday, 
You came and you saw me from shaking. So I bet you away. Oh my You know, you know the whole thing. You know right, right. Then I bet but I bet they all like looked up and one by one started to sing along and then, you know, that revitalized them. That revitalized the cause. Right. Well, I do have an update to this at the very end of the story that's uh that just popped up right before we started recording. But we uh Let's see. The Parliament Speaker, Trevor Mallard, told the news... <laughs> Quack? Like a duck? Q? Oh, uh, shit. Told you it was a quantum magician. God damn. Trevor Mallard told the news, quote, No one here is... Uh, no one who is here is here legally. And if they're getting wet from below, as well as above, they're likely to be a little less comfortable and more likely to go home. Shit, I, I, a lot of times I find it pleasurable when I'm wet from below. Does that happen when you record <laughs> INS? I wish you could, guys could see how creepy I'm looking into the camera oh, right now. For the listener, Mike has got his arms crossed across his chest. Yeah. Chest, he is leaned forward and his chair is back is rigid and straight. His head is slightly dipped forward and his smile is not toothy, but, but very broad and curling <laughs> at the edges. Yes. He's slowly rocking back and forth. And I can only assume he's quietly humming to himself. I'm the Joker. (laughs) Wait until they get a load of me. New Zealand closed its borders for most of the pandemic and reported just 53 virus deaths among its population of 5 million. Oh, and I've got an update from the BBC that dropped just before we started recording. Apparently, New Zealand's parliament has switched musical choices and they're now blasting protesters... With Baby Shark. Ooh. That's not that bad. It's pretty bad. I mean, well, I don't even dislike Baby Shark, but it it is very repetitive. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's going to get stuck in your head. It's cool because it's so good. Why why don't the Draculas have a song like Baby Shark? You'd probably make a lot of money if you did that. We do. We do. We do. It's called Better Off Beaten Off. (laughs) (laughs) I. I told you guys, I'm serious. It's a really sexually charged record. Better off beating off anyway. Better off beating off anyway. I get paid a lot to sing it, so I'm not really going to fucking... Right, no, don't do it for real. Sing Manby. Be, don't give it away. Well, I, I don't get paid to sing, sing Manby. Right. And I even, a little ways into it, said, like, you guys know. Isn't this just New Zealand touting their island privilege? What is island privilege? Well, bragging about their COVID numbers. Big yeah. deal, you're a fucking island. So is England. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, you know ex- exactly. You know, you know, another island that didn't have any COVID cases is Jeffrey Epstein's island. So, mm-hmm. you think that place is cool? You think that place is cool? And is that where you want to go, Kevin? Is that where you want to go? You think that place is cool? Because I'm, a, I don't think it's cool. I don't think it's cool. No, it's not cool. Well, we, you know, we all agree on something. <laughs> Mark. Mark is shaking his Mark head. Shaking his head. No. Mark's broadcasting from Epstein's Island. Not cool. Ooh. He probably has lots of AV equipment there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. It's just a sad reality of living that. It's a sad lifestyle. reality of perversion and perversion in this and audiovisual technology go hand in hand these days, mm-hmm. and that's a fact. So, what right. song or artist would you play to these? This these protesters to get them to go home. Them to go home? Yeah. What what would just make them go like, oh fuck this, I gotta leave. I don't know something Australian. Don't they hate Australians? 
Oh, good choice. Yeah. I get not. No, that's that. <laughs> I think they're British. Yeah. Um, I mean, anything by ACDC, right? I think you'd stick with our brief. Flash. <laughs> You've seen Mega Flash. Bam, 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 bam. Mega Flash. You know what I would play? It's not Australian, but I would play it. Closing time. Mm. One last call for alcohol, so give us your whiskey and beer. Closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Because, see, the thing about that is, yes, it's beautiful. It's a great <laughs> song. And I know I, I did a, you know. Beautiful. Like I, a songbird. I, like a songbird joined us. But you hear that and you're like, oh, yeah, shit, I got to get this time to wrap it up. Yeah, wrap it up, and Fair. then a lot of these guys, these guys, and most of them are fucking guys, are like halfway home, and they're like, "Oh shit! <laughs> God damn it! God damn you, Parliament!" <laughs> Does New Zealand have a Parliament? Yeah, it was All mentioned right. the Parliament several times in this story. No, I'm sorry, I well, must have mostly, missed it. Yeah, we most of the time New Zealand's known for its. Uh, it's a council of elders with Elrond <laughs> and Gimli. That's right. You know who's anti-vax for sure? Tom Bombadil. Tom. Oh, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny is um, there was... So I don't... I sincerely don't like like jump into fracases on Twitter uh, oh, no, yeah. anymore because it's just dumb, but... This, uh, so the newest frack, I mean, I'm aware of it and stuff like that, but like the newest fracas was, um, that like, so they're making this literally, I think it's like a billion dollars or something. They're spending on five seasons of a Lord of the Rings Amazon TV show. And it looks real, you know, it looks cool. It looks like a cool, like, it looks like they, it looks very expensive. Like it looks like they put a lot of money into it. Unlike, um, wheel of time, but they, yeah. Which like whatever, not different podcasts. Anyway, so they they put they put all this money and then but and the 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 show is set like a thousand years before Lord of the Rings. So there's like a couple characters that are there, like uh, the Kate Blanchett character, a couple like elves that live forever, or whatever. But it's mostly like all new people that they just made up. So it's just going to be these new stories of like there's like. It's like Game of Thrones style. There's like 25 different characters. But there's a big contingent of these fucking Lord of the Rings nerds that are mad because not everybody's white. And they feel like, you know, and they're they're all like, well, I'm not racist. But, you know, if you read the Lord, you have to know the Lord. It describes these people as fair skin. But now there's like a, you know, a a black elf and they're just super bummed about a brand new black elf. So they're super bummed about So. I don't know. Uh, a buddy of mine just like got into an argument with one, and, and they were both both kind of making points here and there. And I just typed in in the way where we're like one big letter, one little letter, so it looks like. Bleh. I just wrote Tom Bombadil is white. <laughs> I had no idea that it's this is this is full circle, and it's a cross universe thing. It's Mike on Twitter and. Is that a, is that possible? It's a cross. Oh. This is like crossover. a crossover. Mm-hmm. Just like, just like when Doctor Strange. <laughs> oh God damn it! 
And they had a trailer for Doctor Strange on the Super Bowl. Wait, Doctor Strange with who? Well, in the last thing, he crossed over with Spider-Man. And this one, he is crossing over with Professor X. Whoa. I'm Wrap sure that'll be great. fucking brain around that. <laughs> Wrap your pea brain around that. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited when I saw that. I punched myself in the genitals. Yeah. And when the pain subsided, I knew I'd started life anew in a world where finally Nightcrawler <laughs> can hang out <laughs> with Hawkeye. <laughs> so long. <laughs> so uh, this episode drops on March 2nd. Does anybody have anything coming up? March the 2nd. Yes, Brian. What, what do you have coming up on, around March 2nd? I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. Come back it, to me. I'm thinking about it. I think, I think something really important is happening on yeah, March you have 2nd. a good answer when we come back. Mike, what do you got coming up? On March 13th, I, Ian and I are doing a show at Will Johnson's Front Yard, but it's like a big... You know, it's the guy from Centromatic has like a, these house show things, but it's like you have to... There's tickets and stuff. Yeah, where, where is it? Austin, Texas. I don't okay. know where. Uh, whatever. Find me on find me online and I'll direct you. Okay. But that whole week is South by Southwest, so who knows? Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, something cool will happen. Mark, do you have anything coming up? Mark is shaking his head no. So Brian, you've had some time to review your schedule. Tell us what you have. I'm I'm I've been thrown for a loop here with with the some of the internet issues. I apologize, guys. I apologize, right. your listener. I'm unable to recount my. March 2nd exploits that are definitely planned and <laughs> unfortunately you will miss, but they're going to be really great. Uh, the first Thursday of every month, I am doing a show called Shalazam Excelsior. So the day after this episode drops. The day after this episode drops, I'm doing a show called Excelsior. Shalazam. It's not what it's called and everyone knows that and it's it, honestly, it's just cruel at this point. You're just... No, it's like Shalazam. So wait, it's it's called Magic the Gathering. <laughs> just, it doesn't Excelsior doesn't even mean you guys are using all these magic magic words and magic with a K words and Excelsior doesn't mean any that. Excelsior is way more a word in the in the it's How many more, lands do I have to tap to uh, get get admission? I don't even yeah. see I don't even know what that means. You are hosting a card game, though, right? Like a Magic yeah. Gathering game. That's what it is. It's a tournament. No, no. Not on that night. It's a comedy show. People come up and tell jokes. It's uh -oh. hilarious. It's won awards. What, what awards is it won? Best show that hosted by Mike Weeby. Award. Who, who gave out that award? Me. <laughs> J.D. Power. J.D. Power. Not actually, not JD Power, just his associates. <laughs> <laughs> JD Power's associates, like they're his second in commands. You know, yeah. Troy, yeah. Steve, Rhonda. Oh, I know Rhonda. She's a listener. Well, I don't know that. I don't. I'm. I was. I think that's a different Rhonda. <laughs> but if if Rhonda is working with JD Power, that's fantastic. I'm. Mm -hmm. I, he's one of my closest friends. Now you've moved, Mike, from Tuesdays to Thursdays. Is that correct? Yeah, we're, we, yeah, we're a monthly show now too. It's the oh, first okay. Thursday of every month. Awesome. 
I think that wraps up another week of the International News Service. Find us across social... Fucking did it. Find us across Mm -hmm. social media at International News Pod. Email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. If you want protesters to disperse, then consider blasting them with episodes of INS. Check out the INS merch store at Redbubble and our Patreon. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.